Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 12th, 2023. I'm so excited about the word of God this morning. We're in a series right now. We started the month, the year with five months of teaching on the miracles of Jesus. And now I'm doing a series on the parables of Jesus. And we're in the beginning of basically week three. This is part 10 so far of pearls from the parables. And as I get into this message, before I give you the title, before I get too deep into it, I just want to say that I'm so thankful that this last weekend we published a new book. Uh, it's called, we released it. We launched it. It's called Grace-Based Success. Uh, Grace-Based Success, Volume 1. It's a devotional. And um, it's called, uh, the subtitle is Becoming a Success in God's Eyes. And Monique Farrell, who's watching, she interviewed me this weekend. We had a great interview, uh, lots of response from the interview. If you haven't watched that, go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Watch the interview, get the book if you haven't gotten the book yet. This is one of those where you can get one and give one, right? I mean, this is, it makes a great gift. It also is good for graduates in the season. So get it, get it for you, get it for your children, sow it into their lives, becoming a success in God's eyes. All right. So listen, the title of today's message is Enduring with the Word of God. Enduring with the Word, embracing the power of God's unchanging promises. Now, the Word will endure. The question is, will you endure? Say this out loud. I will endure with the Word of God. You ready? Let's get ready for the Word. I will endure with the word of God. Listen, if there's ever an issue between you and God, the issue is you. Right? It's never God. Say it's never God. All right. Let's just let's just be clear about that. Heaven and earth shall pass away. God's word shall not pass away. So if there's a problem between you and God, you're the problem. I'm the problem. I, if there's ever an issue, if there's ever like, oh, we failed at something. Well, I failed. It wasn't God. God has never failed. He will never fail me. So now if I know that God's word is true and God's word shall come to pass in the fullness of, of his timing, then if I ever if I ever don't experience something from God, it's because I gave up. And so I have to learn how to endure, how to remain steadfast, how to overcome, which is why the scripture we've been meditating on all year is so important, because there will be moments in your life where you need to be refreshed and restored. There are moments in your life as you walk with God. Remember, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So as you're, as you're walking with God for the long haul, say, I'm in it for the long haul. As I'm walking with God for the long haul, and I'm believing God for uh, uh, this, this type of faith that's going to manifest the promises of God in my life over time, there will be moments as I'm walking with God where I do need to be refreshed and I do need to be restored. So this is what Psalms 126 and verse 4 says, now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to the former glory. There will be moments where I need a, like a fresh wind, a fresh fire, a fresh anointing, a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. Put in the chat, no dry areas for me. Any area of my life that went dry in this season, God is going to drench it again. Say amen to that. So we've been looking at the mother of all parables. This is Jesus's explanation of the parables to his team. They didn't understand it. So he says, okay, let me break it down for you. The farmer is like someone who plants God's teaching down inside of people. Now, sometimes the teaching falls along the path. 
That's like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. As a result, Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Other people are like the seed that's planted amongst the rocky ground. Say rocky ground. This is what we're studying right now. These are the people that hear the teaching and they quickly and gladly accept it, right? They're real loud in church. They say amen super loud. They, you know, they, they run around the church. They're always high-fiving somebody. They talk all about, they talk a good game, but are they walking it though? Like when they leave the church, are they walking it? The Bible says these people do not allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. They keep it only for a short time. Uh, and then as soon as trouble comes and persecution comes because of the word that they receive, they're quick to give up. Say this, I will never give up. All right. Other people are like seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. We haven't got to these people yet, but we will in this series. And these are the people that hear the teaching, but their lives are full of other things. What thing? Jesus gives us three categories, the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. They have selfish desires, right? They're, they're motivated by money. Money is their master. So they the, the cares of this world, they're, they're fixed and focused on the news, and they're always just looking at, oh, what's going on in the world? They have the love of money. They have a, a, a lust and a love for money, and you cannot serve God in money. And then they have selfish desires and things that were birthed in their heart. All of these things grow up like weeds and choke out the word and the word doesn't produce. But then lastly, there's people that are good ground. Say, I'm good ground. And what happens with good ground people? Well, they hear the word of God and they allow the word of God to do what it does. And it produces a harvest, sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, and sometimes a hundred times more. So Jesus said that the rocky ground people that we've been looking at, he says there's three issues with these people. Number one, they do not allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. Number two, they keep it only for a short time. And then number three, as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word, they're quick to give up. Today, I want to focus in on the words, they keep it only for a short time. In other words, they hold on to the word of God, but then they, it, it, they let it go. It's fleeting. So they don't endure with the word. Say this, say, I endure with the word. Put in the chat, I endure with the word of God. I'm not just going to keep it for a short time. I'm going to keep it for the long haul. So, so what does this mean for you today? I said all of that to just set up now what I'm about to say. I have five things to share with you in this morning. This is where I need you to read your heart and mind of all distractions. Five things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Number one, God plants his word in your heart as a long-term investment. God is invested in you for the long haul. So God is taking his word and planting it down in your heart as a long-term investment. Remember, so you remember you got to you got to think and act like God. The word of God contains the character, the attributes and the nature of God. So the more word of God I know, the better the God of the word I'm going to know, right? So the Bible says that a thousand years are like one day to God. So when Abraham had to wait 25 years for that baby, for Abraham and Sarah, oh my God, we've been waiting forever, 25 years. I was 75 years old when God said it. I'm 100 years old now. And so for us, it's like, ah! But a thousand years are like one day to God. So those 25 years were like a second to God, right? So a thousand years are like one day. So you got to... You got to start thinking like, man, let me think like God. God is looking at the long term. God is not moved by like, you know, oh, God has been a week. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus has been three weeks. And God, you know, and then what happens? Let's be honest. I know people in church all the time. They get a word. They get super excited. You know, they high five their neighbor. They like, they put it on Facebook. They put it on Instagram. Girl, I'm telling you, this is what God said. Three weeks later, if it hasn't happened in three weeks, that's it. They give up. They move on. But God sows his word in our heart as a long 
long-term investment. So Jesus said that believers that are like the rocky ground, they keep the word only for a short time. And, and that's not a compliment. He's saying they keep, that, that, that means that Jesus is expecting you to hold on to the word for the long haul. My question is, is that your attitude towards the word of God? Like when you get a word from God and you receive it and you tell your spouse, hey, babe, this is what God said and y'all stand in faith and you believe in it, receive it. And you put it like if you're like Isabella, you put it up on the vision board and you go into the prayer room and now you're praying over it and all that. That's great. But are you going to hold on to it though? Like just because God said it doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow or next week or this month. Are you going to hold on to it? Are you going to hold on to it for enduring change? Are you going to hold or is it just something for you in the moment? This is why... You know, I don't like to get people overly emotional when I'm preaching. When I'm preaching, I, I mean, there, there, there's, there's moments where, where you ha- you do need to emote, right? There's moments, right? But I'm not looking for you to just say, "Oh, girl, we had church today." Oh my God, man of God, let me tell you something, man. We had some church today. That was good. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I'm, you know, I understand that. But what I want is lasting change. What I want to know is, did you get it though? Like, did you do you understand that this thing may not happen? for a day or a week or a month or a year or a decade. And if it doesn't happen for a decade, like, I mean, let's just be honest. Most people are going to give up after a month. And so, so you got to hold on for the long haul. Listen, there are people that say, oh man, that was a good word today. Oh, Jesus. And then that was Sunday. And by Thursday, they can't remember what God said. Like you got to meditate. God doesn't give you his word for entertainment. This is, and look, I'm a preacher. I love to preach. I got it, but I'm not here to entertain you. I'm not, I'm not here just to get you all fired up and stuff like that. Listen, God's word is here to produce change, lasting change. Don't see church as a place to go get entertained. You should see church as a place to go get changed. Say that. Say, say I'm being changed by the word of God. Even today's word. This is not a place for you to get entertained. This is a place for you to get the word of God. And then you got to meditate on it. You got to retain, remember, and rehearse. Say that. Put that in the chat. I retain, I remember, I rehearse. I meditate, I medicate on God's word day and night. Listen, if you retain, remember, and you rehearse the word of God down in your heart, listen, you will be rewarded. It will produce a harvest in you and a harvest from you. It's going to be things on the inside of you that change. And your whole environment will change. Why? Because the word of God can produce. The word of God endures, but to be clear, you have to endure along with the word of God. The word of God works, but most believers, I'm going to say most, 51% or better, give up before it's time. They give up because, because they want it now. That We live in a microwave society. We want Everybody wants it now. Do Listen, do not allow, allow the word of God. Uh, Dr. Genia Anglin is watching. Her pastor is Reverend Dr. Uh, S.L. Moten. This is Genia. This is how Dr. Moten would say it. Do not allow the word of God to fall off of you like water falling off a duck's back, right? The God of the universe spoke to you. And if the God of the universe spoke to you, don't be casual with God. Like you got to meditate and medicate on that, on that word. Meditate and medicate on it. How often? Day and night. Say this, say it out loud. I honor God enough to hold on to what he said. I'm going to honor my God enough to hold on to what he said, to obey his commands and to follow wherever he leads me. Say amen to that. That was number one. I have five. All right, here's number two. The word of God will endure. But will you endure with the word? Here's the question. I know the word of God will endure. Heaven and earth shall pass away. My word shall not pass. Got it. The word of God will endure. The question is, will you endure? With the word, Jesus said, the whole world, earth and the sky will be destroyed, but my words will last forever. Matthew 24 and 35. 
So the word of God is infallible, immutable, inexhaustible, and supernatural. Let me say that again. The word of God is infallible, immutable, inexhaustible, and supernatural. When you meditate and you meditate on God's word day and night, you position yourself to think like God. Okay, I got it. To represent God on this planet and to experience God's best. So the word of God works. The question is, are you going to work the word? Say that. Say, I work the word. Put it in the chat. Say, I work the word. See, you got to keep your mind fixed and focused on God, fixed and focused on God's word. This way, you will not be moved. You will not be swayed, neither to the left nor to the right. You will not be swayed by opposition. You will not be dismayed by current events. And, and, and you know, when, when something happens in the world, like the pandemic, you're not going to be pulling your hair out. Why? Because you know God is still God. So trouble will come. Remember, the text says that the word of the, the power of the word of God is actually going to attract trouble and opposition. And so when trouble and opposition comes, you're not going to be moved by it. As a matter of fact, you will trouble your trouble and not be troubled by it. And so, so say that. Say, I trouble my trouble. I trouble my trouble by not being troubled by it. You will be unbothered by it. See, God wants you to endure, to persevere, to persist, to overcome, to stand firm so that the word of God can produce. And remember, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, everything in your, is gonna, everything in your life is going to happen at just the right time. Everything, say this, say everything happens for me at just the right time. So things are going to happen for me when? At just the right time. The word of God is going to manifest when? At just the right time. Now, it may take longer than I want it, but when it finally happens, I'm like, Whoo, Lord, I thank you that you didn't give it to me when I asked you for it. Because when I asked you for it, it wasn't the right time. Looking back, this was perfect. Your timing is perfect. God's timing is always perfect. It's going to happen at just the right time. Number three, enduring with the word of God is your key to transformation and also the key to the manifestation of God's promises. You have to endure. Say, I endure with the word of God. So recognize that God's word was not given to you just for your entertainment. The word of God is not just a good book to read. Hey, hey, bro, come, come here. Let me holler at you. Man, you be reading books. I see you like to read, man. Read this one. This is the good book. This is the good book. No, it's not just a good book to read. It is the word of God. The words of of God are alive within the pages. It is a divine tool that produces supernatural change in your life. Let me say it this way. Embrace the word of God as a catalyst for transformation rather than a source of temporary inspiration. Let me say that again. You should embrace the word of God as a catalyst for transformation. The word of God is a catalyst that will produce transformation in my life and change in me and change from me. And I'm going to look at it from that perspective, not just as a source of temporary inspiration. I'm not just here to be inspired. I'm here to be transformed. You got it? So uh, avoid allowing the word of God to slip from your memory. Okay, well, Brother Pena, how do I do that? Okay, cultivate a habit of retaining, remembering, and rehearsing the word of God. You want to cultivate a habit. When God gives you something, write it down. If God gives you a prophetic word, that's just as much the word of God as the word of God to you. So cultivate a habit of retaining, remembering, and rehearsing the word of God. Meditate and meditate on that word day and night. Keep it in your mouth. Think about it all the time. Allow it to shape your thoughts and your actions. You honor God when you honor his word. You honor God when you cherish his word. You honor God when you meditate on his word and then when you obey it. So not you, your thinking will lead, will lead to your actions and your words and your deeds. So let your love for God be evident in your obedience. 
Say this, say my love for God is evident in my obedience. And so how do people, Jesus said, if you love me, you will do what I said. I mean, don't tell me that, that you're just giving me lip service, but you're not doing what I said. If you love me, you would actually obey what I'm saying. And so my love for God is represented in my obedience. I embrace the principles and the truths found in the word of God. I align my thoughts and my actions and my deeds and my words with, with God's teaching. And so I create an environment as I'm meditating and meditating on God's word. I'm creating an environment in my heart for transformation and my life becomes a living testimony. So stay committed to the word of God, even in the face of challenges and opposition. Because remember the word of God, as soon as trouble comes, persecution comes because of the word. So say this, I refuse to waver. You got to be at the point where I refuse to waver. I refuse to quit. I refuse to give up. I'm holding fast to the word of God, knowing that the word of God will manifest itself in my life at just the right time. Number four, the word of God will never change, but if you meditate on it, it will change you. Let, oh yeah, let me say that again. The word of God will never change, but if you think about it long enough, it will change you. So understand that the word of God is unshakable and everlasting. It, it, it is beyond the transient nature of this world. This world is transient. This world is temporary. This world is always changing, but the word of God doesn't change. So if you meditate and meditate on God's word day and night, it positions you to think and act like him. You will then get to experience God's best and represent God on this planet. Because in a world that is ever changing, you know what people will see in you if you meditate and meditate on God's word day and night? People will see consistency in you. Say that. Say, I am consistent. Say that. Say, I'm walking in a level of consistency. Why? Because the word of God is the foundation for my life and my living. I told you before, I'm not the tallest, the smartest, the fastest, none of that. But you know what I am? It's consistent. With Rick Pina, you're going to get the same thing day in and day out. And so when you get the word of God down in your heart and you meditate on it, it will develop a level of consistency. And, and, and the word of God will manifest in your life in ways that it will, it will, remember, produce change in you and fruit from you. So you will be amazed as I close out this four point. You will be amazed by all of the things that you can endure and overcome when you meditate and meditate on God's word. Like it, it, you will look back and be like, man, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, this thing would have destroyed me. But now it doesn't destroy me anymore. Why? Because it's like the word of God is my, my whole thinking is framed by the word of God. When you meditate and meditate on God's word and, and day and night, you will be unswayed and even unbothered. I like the word unbothered. Not only will you be unswayed, meaning I'm not going to move to the left or to the right, I'm going to be unbothered. Like I am unbothered by all of this. The opposition is coming. Like the word, there was a time in my life where this would have destroyed me. But right now, I just feel like I'm unbothered by all of this. Why? Because my thoughts and words and deeds and actions are all based on the word of God. And the word of God is keeping me until I see what God said. Say this, say, I am unbothered by all of this. You got it? All right, number five. And finally, last point for today, walking in the word. You got to hold on long enough to see what God said. Put this in the chat. I will hold on long enough to see what God said. I'm going to hold on to what God said until I see what God said. All right. And that not only will I hold on to it, I'm going to say what God said until I see what God said. So recognize that the word of God is effective and powerful. It is capable of producing tangible results in your life. Now, your, your role 
is to align your thoughts, your words, your actions, your decisions, and your behaviors with the principles and the truths of the word of God. Let me repeat that. This is why you should get the notes. If you sign up to get the notes, you get all of this in your notes every day for free. But let me repeat this statement. This is a powerful sentence. Your role is to align your thoughts, words, actions, decisions, and behaviors with the principles and truths of the word of God. That's what you have to do. Like God gave you his word. He's not going to do this for you. You have to do that. And if you do all of this and you keep doing it, you will see what God said in your life because you will never give up until it happens. So walking by faith, faith is all about confidence. So you got to have a confidence. Say, I have confidence. I have confidence that God will do what he said he would do in my life. I, I have confidence that every word that's spoken over me, Isabella, our children, our grandchildren, Inspire Solutions, Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, Victory Christian Ministries International, as I'm decreeing and declaring all of these things, everything that God has spoken over me and everything I'm connected to shall come to pass. And I'm confident that it will come to pass in the fullness of God's timing. It may not happen when I want it to happen. It may not happen how I want it to happen. But I know this, every word God has spoken over my life shall come to pass. It's only a matter of time. Say this, say it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've already seen in my heart. So God has given me some things in my heart and now it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've seen in my heart. And so it's gonna happen, I, but I can't give up. I can't cave in, I can't quit. The only way you can lose is if you quit. But here's the thing. If you listen to me long enough, I'm not going to let you quit. Say this. Say, there's no quit in me. All right, so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. This is a message you might need to listen to again because there's power in the word of God. And today, this message is this, exalting the word of God, getting you to, to really put the word of God, give it the place that it deserves in your life, where you're giving it you're putting it above your words. You're putting it above your will so that you're meditating on it, thinking about it, and allowing it to shape your thoughts, your words, your actions, your de your decisions. Everything in your life should be based on the word of God. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Speak it by faith. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I acknowledge that your word is not mere entertainment. It can change my life. So I embrace your word as a catalyst for enduring change, not just temporary inspiration. I commit to retaining, remembering, and rehearsing your word. I meditate on it day and night. It shapes my thoughts, beliefs, and actions. I honor you by cherishing your word by obeying what it says, and by following your lead. I remain steadfast in your word. I refuse to waver in my faith, even in the face of opposition. I hold fast to your unchanging promises, knowing that what you said will happen at just the right time. So my heart is fixed and focused on you, I am unswayed and unbothered, and I experience your victory. I walk in your word, holding on to it long enough to see it come to pass. I align my thoughts, my words, my actions, my decisions, and my behaviors with your word. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. 
I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. Listen, if you're not getting my notes, you get my notes for free. Go to today's, why not sign up? Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. This is a word that is exalting the word. So you might need to listen to this again to get it down in your heart and to crave the word of God, to meditate on the word of God and allow the word of God to change you from the inside out. So do me a favor, two things. Actually, I'm going to ask you for three things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat if you haven't, uh, if this message was a blessing to you. Number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. And number three, if you don't have my new book, go get it. Go to rickpina.co, rickpina.co. Get that book. If you don't have the affirmations books, get that. Listen, go to rickpina.co, get the book today. Get one, give one. I love you. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. The best is yet to come for you. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pena. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.